Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. We're talking about podcasts. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> yep. Oh, I thought that was it. <clears throat> no, I was giving him our... <clears throat> we just start the episode right there like that. <laughs> <clears throat> We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty podcasts. Podcasts. I'm a mini Monday. <laughs> Happy Merry Mini Monday. Chunkies. Is mm. it... Mon- Maybe it's even Merry Mini Monday morning? For some of you. This, let's introduce ourselves, and I have a comment about that. Okay. I'm Carter. I'm Doge. Jordan. This does feel so much like a morning radio show. Yeah. Doesn't it? <laughs> because just a, a peek behind… Peek Shock behind, jock like… <laughs> peek behind the pod curtain. The I don't drink my coffee at all until I get here. So I'm like sitting down with my first cup of coffee. Yep. Yeah. I got my microphone and be like, so how was your week? Guys? Yep. <laughs> totally yep. feels like a morning show. I love now, it. I saw something interesting this week. <laughs> what, about the, what about the game? Did you guys catch the game last night? How about those teams? <laughs> the way they threw it. They Can slammed that it? point home and you know that's Speaking right. of teams. Okay. Yeah. So with with the release of Glass mm-hmm. this Tonight, last weekend or last night, Carter, you, me and you got some it? points. We got we're getting some money. Yeah, zero dollars. If this is Monday, it was probably released a couple days ago. Yep, that remains to be the hardest. We have thing. such a hard time with that. <laughs> we it's, record on Fridays. Um, there you go. Cats up, the wolf's <laughs> out of the bag. I, oh, stop! I think my team might be in the lead because of replicas, but replicas has probably. only made. And movie business is a big business. If replicas it's made, made like five million. If replicas but, made one dollar, you would still be in the lead, right? Because you have two movies. We have the have same. One. And I just saw the preview for John Wick three. Oh my gosh! Keanu's going to be making me some money this cannot year. I cannot wait. It's going to be really good. Uh, before we dive into too much, I would even call this a marvelous mini Monday. Do you know why? I do. I know think why. I know why. That trailer dropped it for Spider Man Far From Home. My goodness! I woke up. 
And it was the first thing I did that morning. Yeah. It and looks so good. Yep. And I'm a big Jake Gyllenhaal fan. Oh my gosh. Yep. Uh, yes. It's Chelsea. It's my wife's number one celebrity crush. He's one Jake of my Gyllenhaal. Number ones. He's my and number I one think, celebrity uh, crush. Yes. Yeah, Marvel casts well. The yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe does a really good job of casting, especially villains, I think. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, especially recently. Yes. Especially recently um, with Killmonger and things have- like that. I mean, Josh Brolin, Jude Law for, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, you know, I, I mean. Well, spoiler, people probably think they're on the same team. I, I didn't say anything. No, no, no. Do you guys want to give a quick 30-second theory of what's going down in Spider-Man Far From Home? Do we want to do that? Because I feel like y'all are so knowledgeable, you might spoil it for some people. I've, yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel like mine's much of a theory. I feel like I'm pretty confident about what's happening, and I don't okay, know. That in that trailer? Yeah. Close I your ears I if you don't want to hear this. My 30-second theory is that Mysterio is doing exactly what Syndrome did in The Incredibles 1. This isn't a theory. That's exactly what's happening. See? Okay. You just wanted to show off. That's why you told. That's it's why you started this. Off. You just wanted to show off. That's why I started this whole podcast. You just you. It was all about this, <laughs> guys. It's all about moment. this moment. It was like up. a year and a half ago. I was like, <laughs> I need to start this podcast in case a Spider-Man trailer comes out, so I can prove that I know about that character. Yeah, I think he is too. This Either is, way, this is pathetic. I yeah. wonder. Yeah, now it really it's is so interesting radio. with a whole new phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, especially with Captain Marvel at the head of that. Like you, I any character I look at in these trailers, I'm wondering, are they going to have their own series? Like are we, yeah. maybe we'll even start getting some villain series. Well, like, there's a there's especially a, on Disney Plus the streaming thing. Yes, dude. Yeah, because Loki's got a series on there. Like, yep. Yeah, Black Widows might be rated R from what we're yeah. hearing. So, anyway, speaking but of, take that uh, with a grain of salt because there's been Black Widow solo stuff swirling about since like 2011. They're pretty sure Screen Rant is the one that's reporting that her movie might be rated R as well, and they're less than they're like the onion of less than trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, they're not quite TMZ. Um, <laughs> speaking of placenta. Uh, let's get into, (laughs) what if that was always my transition? A star was born. So on this day, a star was born. Okay. I'm loving this series and I'd love to do it all the time. Something I did find out though, you're not always going to get three pretty famous people that were born on the same day. (laughs) Okay. So today's a mix. Our first one will actually have been born on today, which is January 21st. Yep. And we're still having a hard time with that. Um, and then our last two were going to be born. They, they were born. They were going to be born tomorrow. Tomorrow? But they the were 22nd. Born several years ago. Tomorrow, the 22nd. The 22nd of January, Whoa. which is wow. a Tuesday because today is Monday. Today wow. is Monday. Yep. Because it's mini Monday. Yep. Yep. Let's jump right into it. A star was born. And if, if uh, uh, listeners, if this is your first mini Monday, shame on you. There's only three, so it's easy yeah. to catch up. Yeah, it should be quick. Total of maybe an hour of your time. Um, what we do is I'm going to give the guys some clues to describe who was born on this day. Mm. And we're going to instantly figure out who Carter's talking about. Almost never. <laughs> um, but it's fun. And we, we want you guys to play lessons. too. Let's see your knowledge. There's hints in here. There's going to at least be two hints per <laughs> So the blurb. first hint, this is Vin Diesel. Who was born on this day? <laughs> <laughs> if this was a real morning show, we would take callers to guess these. Our first one, actually born on this day, January 21st. This fly actress was born in 1956 and may agree that there is no crying in baseball. As she enters the end of her acting career, she may be more likely to drive off of a cliff than drive into the sunset. Who turns 63 today? Oh my goodness. This fly actress was born in 1956 and may agree that there is no crying in baseball. As she enters the end of her acting career, she may be more likely to drive off of a cliff then drive into the sunset. 
So my first instinct was wrong. My first instinct was Meg Ryan, but that's because I went Tom Hanks because of There's No Crying in Baseball. Yeah, yeah And yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not Meg Ryan, and I also don't think that it's Susan Sarandon. So give me a second. Here's one out of left field, which is a baseball term. Ooh. Nice. Helen Mirren. She's probably older than that, but who knows? Super it's not, not her. her. What made you say Susan Sarandon? Um, also. <laughs> so I wonder who it is. It's Susan Sarandon. It's not. But I'm no, I'm no. It's Susan Sarandon. I'm stick. No. Um, was there a certain clue that made you think that? Uh, I'm seeing red hair, and be, yeah. And I'm gonna so. almost give it to you, Gina Davis. Yeah. Okay. There. She it was is. in okay. the fly. The fly with, yeah. With Jeff Goldblum, and then a league of their own. Mm-hmm. No crying in baseball, and Thelma and Louise. Yes. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. They play baseball. <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Though. It's a guarantee she loves dogs and her super son. One must question the faithfulness of this actress, born in 1965, who turned 53 tomorrow. Who turns 53 tomorrow. Though it's a guarantee she loves dogs and her super son. One must question the faithfulness of this actress, born in 1965. Yeah, I know who it is. I just can't think of her name, so give me a second. Today was tough Mm, because it's like people you know, but they're not like, LL Cool J. You know? Sure, yeah, 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 sure. Not somebody I think about every day. <laughs> ladies, <laughs> ladies love What's Cool Gina Davis. What's going to be funny is we're going to stumble upon a day that like ten superstars were born, and it's going to we'll just really ram jam right through it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the woman that I'm thinking. This is. Can I? If I don't look at the hey, birthday, phone, a friend, can I look up the name. Okay, you go. No, phone a friend. Ask me. What is she in? Well, I'm thinking. Do you know? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking that it's. Martha Kent from the current DC Correct. Diane, Diane Lane. Lane. Diane Lane. Thank yeah, you. That's what I was guess as well. She was in Unfaithful. She's in Must Love Dogs. Yes. Yep. With the guarantee she loves dogs. As a super son. Who doesn't love dogs? She though? actually does a lot of the voiceovers for even the cartoons and video games and stuff. If there's a Martha Kent. No way. Like Diane Lane has become the go-to. Really? Interesting. I actually really loved her as Martha I thought Kent. I can't believe great. I forgot Diane Lane's name. I think she's great. Everyone's favorite wand her. maker. Born in 1940. This actor rather go to hell than deal with the chest pains he is accustomed to. I mean, this is another example of I, I mean, can't think of his name. Is it the guy who plays Ollivander? <laughs> yeah! yeah! I remember his name. <laughs> so John Hurt oh yep. my gosh. today turns 79. Wow. Or tomorrow turns 79 years old. The, uh, he rather go to hell than deal. It's, he played, uh, he's in Hellboy. So he's the like professor type that worked for Hitler that found Hellboy and things like that. Um, And the chest pains he is accustomed to is a scene actually from one of my favorite movies of all time, Alien. He's the guy. Oh, no way. Oh, no way. Really? Alien pops out of his chest. I don't think I ever realized that. I didn't either. That's John Hurt. Man, I love Alien. Alien is so. It's crazy too that he was the uh, inspiration for the Hurt Locker. Yeah. yeah, that's just his life story. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Amazing. Yeah, it's. I think we'll have to unpack just a lot his there. influence to not just movie business. But well, and like when Johnny Cash world. is like, I hurt myself today. He just yeah. watched he a bunch John of John Hurt, Hurt movies. That's all he yeah. did. This dude is just all over the place. Yeah, it's so, amazing. <laughs> that was a star was born. And that was a lot of fun. But right now, as I look at you guys, something that I'd love to know. What? What? What you streaming? <laughs> What's going on in your lives? What are you guys? Are you streaming something on Netflix right now? Did you see a movie recently? Barry. What are you looking into? Barry with John Barry. Black? B- with what? What? Is that the one with Jack Black? No. no, no Bill no. Hader. I said John Black first. Oh, <laughs> Barry is the one with um, 
Henry Winkler, Bill yes. Hader. Henry yes. Winkler, Bill, yeah. It is uh, very funny. What platform is that? HBO. Okay. HBO. HBO. I'm also with some HBO stuff right now. I'm doing True Detective season three. Yeah. Yep. Well, of yep. course. I think we're all three doing I think we're all, three. and I think it's it's got the grip of season one. I agree. Which is very exciting. It is. Um, I may eat my words, but I'm I'm loving it. It feels like it's on par with season one. It's so yeah. unique in that we're basically we have three <clears throat> decades or more of the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so good. Uh, is how do you pronounce the lead? actor's name. Uh, I, I heard recently that I've been mispronouncing it. I, I think I have too. I believe now it's, I'm afraid. I believe it's Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. Okay. Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. But yeah. he's so good. Yes. Mr. Ali is absolutely crushing. His, we, we his can, voice exclusively comes from the subwoofer. Yeah. Like there is no... We should get him on our podcast. That That's a, he's got a way better voice than any of us. Oh, though. he does. Unless, I don't know. There was... Jordan was sick recently and he sounded pretty dope. Yeah. yeah I'm going to try and stay sick for a while. <laughs> That's what's tough I though. I think if either Jordan or I are sick, it's like, wait, which one's Doge? Yeah. <laughs> because his voice is already a little bit of a lower register. Yeah. Yes. I'm basically like the Mahershala Ali of this podcast. Yeah. I yeah. would say. Yeah, and I'm the Gina right Davis. I'm the Gina Davis of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> yep. And Carter's become the go-to Martha Kent. Oh, yeah. 100%. Kartha. Kartha Kent. Kartha Kent. Um, another thing that I streamed, it's been a really good stream week. Have you all heard of, there's two of these, and the other one I think comes out today through Netflix, but there's a documentary about Fire Festival. Oh, yeah. Yes. So I watched Fire Fraud on Hulu. And so the joke is, Hulu's version is the bug's life to Netflix's ants. Or okay. Hulu is the prestige and Netflix is the illusionist. Okay. So yeah. there's these funny things that Ch- Chelsea deep showed impact. Me. Yeah, yep. pretty much. And so um, I saw it. It's so good. I don't know why I didn't know anything about it. I think it's because I'm not as big on social media and that's what the platform that's was where it all for went. this fest. Yeah. But it essentially was just this guy. It felt a lot like Catch Me If You Can. Have y'all seen that? Yes. With Leo DiCaprio. He's just a con artist. And He's six years in prison right now because of all this stuff going down. Really? But it's the great thing about the Hulu series. And again, I can't compare it to Netflix because I haven't seen it. um, Because it does, I think, come out the 18th. So it's live now if y'all want to go look at it. Again, I forget what day it is. Um, But uh, they actually have the guy. So they paid him to be a part of the... um, The series or the documentary. And it's very, very interesting. Interesting, yeah. Um, Something that I looked up too recently. Do you know... It's kind of all these big companies are doing their year in review. Yeah. Statistics and things like that are coming, coming live. Do you know who Netflix said was uh, their number one competitor? I would assume Hulu. Doge? No idea. This is a trick question. Fortnite. What? They're finding out they're losing more screen time to these free-to-play games like Fortnite what on than earth? to other streaming services. Dude, Netflix should have a free... Like limited selection with commercials. I think that that is how they get screen time back. Maybe. If you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Or if you're, if you're not careful, we're treading back into the cable waters. We're already hitting that way with every studio launching their own streaming yeah, service. True. Like it's going to be a $120 package for me to get all the things I want to get anyway. And I'll probably I'll, do it. I probably will do it. So. I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, they got me. Last movie I saw, not for the podcast, was Bohemian Rhapsody. I went to see it uh, really last did. Friday. I really that movie absolutely rules. It's fun. I think you're going to enjoy it more if you don't go into it hoping for a walk the line kind of yeah. story. Um, it's just more of a two-hour-long music video. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. So fun. Yeah, I mean, and he it, does it so has, well. It has like a 
65% on IMDb, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, or something like that. And I think, like, I don't know. I've super enjoyed it because I'm already really familiar with the music of Queen, and I love, like, that kind of style. Oh, is of that music. who it's so, about? Yeah, I know. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. That makes so much more sense. I yeah. think Remy Malik has a really good chance to get the Oscar for that. Yeah. Because he's I've, incredible. I've never not liked him before. I've yeah. noticed recently, too, that the Oscars is giving so many awards to playing really famous people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, you know, that's it's a good like, call. Last year, Gary Oldman finally got one, and it was for Churchill. Churchill. And yeah. then not too long before that, Eddie Redmayne for um, Stephen Hawking. Well, well, then Margo Christian, got that nod for Tanya Harding. Yeah. Christian Bale will be up for Vice then. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. So it could um, be him too. I do want to say something really funny about Remy Malik, really quick. Jess has this thing where she recognizes people from the least famous thing that they've been in. Not at the museum. She was like, who is this guy? The whole time we were watching it, she was like, who is this guy? I've seen him before. I was like, I honestly don't know that you've seen anything he's been in. On the way home, she was like, that's where I recognize him. The Pharaoh from Night at the Museum. What? <laughs> it's like, that, you yeah. are kidding. That yeah. is he? Yeah. Yep. Big time. Yep. So it's definitely been downhill since that one. Yep. She, re- she knows that who… That was his best work. She right? recognizes so Michael Keaton as uh, the dad from Jack Frost. What? Okay. <laughs> she refers to okay. all these… Beetlejuice or I know. Batman nope. or The Birdman. dad from Jack Frost. Uh, I was talking about Christopher Walken the other day. And uh, she was like, who is that? And I was like, I honestly don't know that you've seen anything he's in. And she's like, nope, I have. He's the dad from Hairspray. Wow. <laughs> it's, he's the orangutan from the newest Jungle Book. It's the craziest. <laughs> she has the craziest ability to recognize people from their least famous role. I, I'm, I can be that way sometimes with actors who did like one Disney Channel original movie and then <laughs> pop up like a decade later as a real actor. Like mm-hmm. Timothy Obinson? That's how… That's like how, Taylor Lautner? Well, wait, he wasn't in a… Oh, sorry. I forget, I forget that Shark Boy and Lava Girl was not. But it doesn't… It no, come like on. Look at the budget on that one. But, like, uh, Brie Larson was in a movie about uh, two, like, young sisters that drove Formula One cars. Shut up. Yeah. She really? Was, she was the younger sister. And I remember, like, watching her, like, in a movie now that she's older and being like, what? Where? Now, hold on. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. It's, uh, I, I do that a lot. I watched a lot of Disney Channel growing up. That's fun. Um, I guess the last thing to do right now, we've talked about it before, but during Oscar season, which is basically January and February, yeah. there's not massive movies as much. I think it's getting bigger now because we've mentioned some blockbusters that come out during February, but there's not much to see this coming weekend, if anything. Stan and Ollie is coming out. Uh, and I don't know how if that looks good to me. It's 94% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes right now. And Is it so, the critic or the audience, though? That's the critic. And yeah. so John C. Riley, it's going to be interesting to see him in a more dramatized role, yeah. even though he's playing a comedian. Uh, but what I am actually interested in is, have you all seen trailer for The Kid Who Would Be King? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It looks so fun. And it almost looks like it's got the vibe of generations ago's Goonies or something. Yeah. It looks like, like it the feels exact like, kind of movie that 10-year-old me would have been psyched out of his yes, mind. Exactly. This is yeah. going to be the one that generation, like 20 years from now, they're going to be like, oh, what a what a deep dive. Yeah, let's all watch that one. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. Really? That's amazing. Very cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Um, that's all I got for the Mini Mondays. So, to end this episode, what I'd like for us to do, and it's just a shameless pitch for my team for Box Office Ball. I want you to name the last thing you've watched, whether that's a show or a movie or something like that. Give me a one to five rating, but do it as Keanu Reeves. Okay. So for this mini Monday, number three, I'm Carter. True Detective, season three. Four. I'm Doge. 
Bohemian Rhapsody, 3.7. I'm Jordan, and uh, I've been excommunicado. Oh, Barry. For four. <laughs> I'm Buffalo Bill Keanu. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its episode. Buffalo Beyond. <laughs> Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.